0: Hello hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Mindset More podcast. On this episode I have a very special guest. She is a very very special person to me because she is not only what like what I tend to call my second brain. Chloe is my second brain, my business manager. She's also one of my clients and she's an absolute superstar. Um, and I've invited Chloe to, to chat because I think firstly what she does and where she's got to in her business and in her fitness journey over the past year and just all of your experiences freaking phenomenal. But not only that, you've had such a like transformation of your mindset these last few months in terms of how we've worked together on that a little bit. And I think this is really important for us to delve into because for a lot of people who are struggling with overwhelm, anxiety, stress, building a business and also their own fitness goals. You are the queen to show them how to get it all completed. So I want to delve into just a little bit of your backstory, Chloe. So I think it's kind of nice maybe if you explain like when you first started training and a little bit in terms of your fitness journey, but then also business related, because that's also had a big impact in terms of why you've needed to work on developing your mindset a lot in the last kind of months.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much. By the way, I'm literally so excited to like have this conversation. I've Been so looking forward to it. So yeah, basically, I probably started training before the first ever lockdown. Like that's when I really got into training for myself. I lost quite a significant amount of weight. I was in like the best condition I've ever been in. Um, and that's when I first started working with like my first online coach. So I think we're talking like possibly three years ago now. I mean, COVID's taken like so many years away from us. I'm a bit muddled with how long it's been. But that's when I first started. And then things happened. COVID happened. And I think COVID kind of like did everyone over in one way or another. And I lost. Obviously, we couldn't go to the gyms, could we? Um, So working out from home neither here nor there and then I decided to launch my own business in the middle of a pandemic (laughs) Um, which was absolutely incredible like I'm just so glad that happened so this was March last year I decided to go full-time and Basically, I never really got back into training and I was fighting the urge for so long, constantly in this circle of trying to go to the gym, trying to become that version of myself that I was before, you know, when I was the best version of myself, when I wasn't a business owner in the first lockdown. And it was a constant battle that was getting me down. And I just could not break through that cycle. And I was getting frustrated and bogging myself down even more because I just couldn't see a way out. I was trying to be a business owner. I was trying to, you know, do a good job at home as well in terms of like, you know, regular stuff like house chores and things like that, as well as trying to feed and water myself and, yeah, get back to that best version of me. And I just, yeah, couldn't. So that's when I reached out for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy because like that wasn't like the so you reached out to me in terms of like help to to work on your fitness journey and also just to figure out how to run a business and look after yourself when it was around I think it was like maybe like September time something like that um Mm -hmm. and you came to me and you were like Millie as a friend can you offer me some advice and by this point we'd been working together probably for five or six months with you kind of working as my virtual assistant then executive Mm -hmm. assistant now kind of like business manager so we'd we'd known each other so you started your business pretty much the same time that I started mine and um it was crazy because for me to put a lot of trust into someone else to then suddenly helped me with a lot of work that I needed to get done and for you I'm pretty sure I was like one of your first clients right
1: yes yeah literally like one of my first full-time clients uh, I just remember us both we, we say this don't we remember the first time we were on the zoom call and you were like oh I think I need some help and I was like oh I think I could help you <laughs> Yeah, yeah, literally. I was just like, I was reaching the point of overwhelm
0: and realizing that, yeah, I definitely needed some help. But this is what I find fascinating, right? Because, Chloe, your job is to help coaches and those who look after other people's well-being in order to take like stuff off their plate and to do things for them that maybe they don't need to do so that they can have less stress. Yet you are now taking all of this onto your plate and building your business and trying to work on your goals, but you couldn't manage your own stress. So how how did you find yourself in that situation?
1: So I think when I launched my VA business, like I knew it was going to be something that I would enjoy, but I never knew how like how much I would bloody love it. I absolutely love being a virtual assistant. I love helping other people maybe a little bit too much so to the point where I just had my head down I had my head down I knew I I knew I needed to work hard as a new business owner or that's what I thought I knew I had to get my head down and the next time I looked up it was September and I was like shit where's all that time gone like Who am I now as a person? Because I've been focused so much on my business for so long, driving it forward. I completely left myself behind in March, where I I genuinely didn't know who I was as a person anymore. I feel like you could probably agree, Millie, like we had to work on that so much. Um, Yeah. yeah. And I also think I found it really hard to ask for help because I love helping other people so much. So I felt like I couldn't reach out and need help. Yeah. It's something that defeat a little.
0: It's something that so many of us as coaches or like well-being professionals experience, we get this kind of like load to, which is put on us of other people's problems. And then we've got to then work to solve it. Like no wonder, like a few months ago, I was like, I think I need to talk to someone just to make sure that I'm processing my stuff as well. Um, And then also it's fantastic. Like for me having like, business mentorships where there are other people doing the same thing and I know you have the same thing and let's not beat around the bush right like yes you did get your head down in March up until this point you know you're still working really hard but just so people can understand in context like how fast your business grew it was just you working as a VA in March and now you've got a team of how many people like nine?
1: Yeah so there's nine of us in total and we're all UK based girls and some girls are in uni. One of the girls is my sister. One is a best friend from university. Um, and we've just built like this family, but it's grown so i'd say fairly steadily now that we're looking at it but the first couple of months was really really um rapid growth and i was kind of trying to do it all on my own at that point also but yeah we're now a dream team
0: yeah and i'm not surprised that after focusing on something which like for you like it was your baby and it was like if i don't progress with this if i don't make it then you know well there's no other option and that's also kind of like at the time that's how i saw my prep right so when i was building my business i was also going through prep and so somehow i managed to well. I had no choice but to stay on track with everything fitness-wise and doing all of those things myself. And in terms of mindset, I couldn't really tell you where I was. I just knew... You've got to do this one foot in front of the other constantly. And then I've kind of experienced a little bit of what you have over the past few months as businesses got busier. And you know that very well because obviously we see each other every week talking about the projects inside out. And so I've even like had that little slip in terms of for for two to three weeks of me being able to get to the gym. And I immediately recognized that and I pulled myself up on it. I was like, nope, I need some extra accountability. I need to outsource. And so I've got a new coach. So Where did you get to? Like, what was the point that you got to when you reached out to me and you were saying, like, listen, like, I'm really struggling. Just some friendly advice. Like, what what do I need to do?
1: Mm -hmm. So I think I actually got to the point of fooling myself and thinking that this was normal and sort of accepting like this is on me. I chose to run my own business. I chose to. Um, not go out for a walk I chose to not go to the gym for a couple of months I was putting it all on me and I think and that's where my frustrations were coming from also it was when my um my partner Jack he was like Chloe I don't, I don't think something's right like this this isn't you and I think it took that outside of you to be like okay like this is actually really serious stuff um so and you hear about people hitting burnout and people you know and i was really aware of you know if i continue i'm going to hit burnout if i continue i'm going to hit burnout and then it smacked me in the face and i was like ah this is burnout so i was literally like going out with for dinner with my family and then coming home and crying because i was overwhelmed with work client messages feeling like i had to do it all on my own loneliness played a gigantic part in it and still to this day i can feel quite lonely when I mean, you're 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 the head of the business, aren't you? And you kind of feel like you're the only person who actually knows everything that's going on. Because we carry a lot of bu- as business owners. Um, you've got like your your clients to look after, your reputation, which means the world to you. You've got your finances, all the back end stuff, um, like lead generation, trying to grow the business. You've got all of these things to carry. So, but loneliness was like a real big factor for me. And there was this one moment where. Me and Jack, we went to the gym and we sat outside the gym in our car and I was just sobbing and I just couldn't go in. Out of overwhelm. And I said to Jack, like, I'm miserable. I feel like I've got nothing to look forward to. And Jack was like, Chloe, you've literally got all these plans to look forward to. But I just couldn't. You know, I was meeting my friends in two weeks time. We were going away for the weekend with family. I couldn't see past that overwhelmed to enjoy anything in life even though it was right there in front of me and that's when I reached out to you because I was like nah enough's enough like I'm just doing myself over now yeah
0: yeah you you were like in a, a very like rough place and you said like I feel like a shell of who I used to be like always active always going to the gym because what people don't I think understand until you get your business massively off the ground or if you just don't own a business is that any kind of time which you have or, or free time which you have there's always something that you can be doing you always feel that you can be doing more and it's really really difficult to switch off and be present in order to relax and so like setting boundaries with yourself is something that you really have to do and it's something that we worked on quite a lot with you and where you said you know like burnout smacked you in the face like in my eyes you'd reach burnout months ago <laughs> like but you just kind of kept going um, yeah. and fighting through it until it got to the point where you were like right I'm literally crying all the time I can't go outside for a walk like I really really need to change something and with like regards to loneliness it's again something that a lot of people won't understand is, like, yes, you, you're lonely in terms of you have to carry everything. You know how you want things done best because your business is your baby, right? But then also, let's talk about the virtual world. Like, you are a virtual assistant. I am an online coach. As in, like, unless we go out the house, we don't see anyone else, right? So it is, like, very lonely just in terms of that. And then when you're not seeing people to speak to them, aside from maybe your partner who's at home, it's really difficult to actually be able to open up and be like, shit, things are properly hard right now.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah and also something that I found which we worked on a huge amount was you can be trapped with your thoughts when you're working from home on your own you can be trapped in like A thought pattern of overwhelm. So you know, if something was to to have triggered me in the morning, such as walking my puppies, like that used to trigger me to the point where I actually didn't walk my dogs for quite a while because I couldn't without feeling overwhelmed. So if I walked them in the morning, that would set me off with overwhelm for the whole of the day. So by the time my partner come came home, I was in meltdown. Yeah. So I think that's that plays a really big part of being at home on your own, also
0: yeah definitely the environment thing is so important and like i've spoken about this i've recorded a podcast i think which is like how your environment determines your success and it's literally just talking about the people around you the space around you and how actually all of that helps you to stay sane and be more productive but that point where you came to me and you were just like being flooded with like this responsibility and all of this pressure so that you couldn't enjoy any downtime let alone freaking make it outside to walk the puppies because you like they're puppies and they were kind of you know doing what puppies do and you just found it stressful right like so it was difficult to walk your dog so you didn't even walk your dogs didn't go out for a walk you didn't even eat or drink thoroughly throughout the day right like you were literally just glued to the laptop like with your head like looking every single way like at the phones trying to get everything done right that was how you were living for
1: a little while literally i would wake up and like eat i used to text my um, partner and be like oh i've just had breakfast at 4 p.m like Yeah. And I was going to bed with my laptop also. So like wait for my partner to go to sleep and then I get the laptop out and I'd be sat in bed like for hours, just trapped in a cycle. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So at that point, which you reached out for help, like, is it safe to say that like fitness goals had not been worked on for like a good few months by then?
1: Yeah, I had tried. This is this is the thing I've had really tried. And I had been prior to reaching out for help with you. I had been with a coach for a couple of months and Because I hadn't worked on the mental stuff in the background, it just wasn't happening and therefore it's adding even more pressure to myself. So no matter how good that coach was, if I hadn't have worked on the stuff that was going on up here, then I was never going to succeed with my fitness. So Yeah. yeah, and I had tried really hard.
0: And that's why like when you reached out to me and we had that conversation and I chatted to you about everything, like I very quickly acknowledged that for you, it's not a case of like you're being inconsistent with like following a meal plan or going to the gym or whatever. Like I knew that I could give you all the tools to progress with a fat loss journey but I knew that you weren't going to be able to do it if you couldn't get outside of the house and walk your dogs in the morning. So like for me, I was like, there's no way that I can really kind of like just give you all the fitness guidance and expect like a weekly check-in to be at the right place, which is why when we spoke, I I asked you, would you be happy to do a more bespoke mindset coaching course, which is what we worked on over 12 weeks. And we had a one-to-one call together every week. So it was nice that we kept mindset work and then fitness goals separate, but naturally they like intertwined because by kind of week two, or three we'd worked on the really big sticking points that then allowed you to be able to become more consistent and we didn't start you off on anything wild either it was literally like right here's a couple of training sessions let's try and get these in don't worry if you like if you're not able to but let's make sure you're getting some fresh air today and that you eat three square meals a day right Mm
1: -hmm. yeah yeah i remember when we first started working together because you use an app for all your clients don't you and on the app you set habits for us and In the first couple of weeks, there were like the most basic things like eat your meals, you know, and get outside and do your morning routine. Yeah, like we've really took it back to basics.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that we worked on when we're talking about basics in like the first mindset session was referring to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is like at the at the very bottom of that pyramid of the needs that we have in life is like food water shelter and i got you to go up that pyramid and to like rate how well you kind of felt that you were in the place of you know having the essentials then how secure you felt then if you felt like you were living a life full of abundance like kind of working up it like that and we started at okay so out of 10 like how do you think you're like doing when it comes to your essentials which are shelter food water fresh air and you literally was just like probably a two out of 10 and that was the starting point
1: yeah and I think like I didn't even realize that I had to nail those things before. So I was aiming for the top of the top of the pyramid. Like I want to live this life of abundance and I can't get there. Actually, I I wasn't doing the basic work. Like, how was I ever gonna get there if I couldn't feed and water myself and prioritize that? like it wasn't gonna
0: happen and so what do you think were the biggest changes that we implemented that allowed that to get to the point where now you are like running on a nice schedule where you know when you're going to eat throughout the day you know when you're going to go on a walk like that's a big transformation from someone who like there are people who are probably listening to this right now who feel like oh my god i don't even have time to go out for a walk i barely have time to get to the gym once a week like people will be listening so what did you do from being at the point where you couldn't even you know make a couple of meals or go on a walk to now You know, training, I think you're training like six times a week and you're eating consistently throughout the day as well as smashing like 10k steps every day. So how did you do that?
1: so i think a big part is like looking at your routine and like google calendar is literally my best friend scheduling literally scheduling in my steps scheduling in my meals but the thing the thing is you can do all of this work in terms of planning whether it's you know a pen and paper diary or it's electronic you can plan but if you're not going to stick to it then you know you're back where you were before so for me That was a really helpful tool, having the scheduling on my Google Calendar, but actually being like, no, Chloe, your needs are really important and drilling down into that. I really want to get to the top of that pyramid. If I want to get there... I need to feed and water myself and I need to do that every single day and I remind myself of that now so if it gets to say like half past nine and I've not had my first meal drop everything and go but when I was back at this burnout point that that would have been the dream to me I used to feel guilty for eating like yeah so I think definitely just understanding that your needs and you need to eat regularly and yeah. to yourself
0: Absolutely. Like prime example of this, right? Was I had a a call just before we sat to record this podcast. I hadn't had time to eat. So message Chloe, like, can we please start a little bit later? I've got to eat breakfast. Like, and she she gets it, right? Because if I hadn't eaten breakfast before this, I wouldn't be able to ask any questions. So it's, I think that that really relates to the reason why you were able to do this, make it consistent, and now it's like effortless, is like at first you had to trial it to see the benefits. Because at the very start where you weren't eating and you were prioritizing work over eating, you saw it more beneficial to just keep working through rather than taking time for yourself. So I want to hear what does taking time for yourself to eat, drink and go on a walk offer you, even though you're giving up? Perhaps, you know, some people might see it as time spent working on the business.
1: Just keeping But well, mainly for me, especially getting outside, keeping a level head and also being able to process thoughts and have a bit of creative time for me also, because then when I come back in from... So for example, yesterday... I, before I did any work, I went for a one hour walk in the local woods near me. Then I came back and I grabbed the dogs and I took them out for a quick little walk. And I came back feeling so refreshed and ready for a solid day of work, knowing that I had already taken some time for myself. So having that space for thoughts... But also then I don't feel guilty for working because I know that I have served those needs of mine, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like it's the same with me. Like I, for instance, sometimes will take time out of my day, like depending on how my schedule is looking to go on a walk. I train always at the same time every single day. And like I do have to drop work. To, be, to go and do that because as we said business owners always have more that they can be doing but actually if I don't train if I don't look after my mental and physical well-being I can't serve those that are expecting me to look after them and not only this but we have created our businesses so why would we create them to work against us rather than work for us right when I say to my clients like expect a response for me like after 9 a.m That's because I have my morning routine from like five till seven. Then I'll do a little bit of like essential life, personal admin work that I need to get done. Then from there on, okay, now attention to everyone else who needs it. But if I hadn't looked after me first, then I'd be trying to respond to my clients while freaking stressing about everything else that's going on. So Mm -hmm. I actually think you find yourself to be more productive in a better headspace and then serve people in a better manner once you do take
1: time for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because also if clients are like messaging, were messaging me before, and I was feeling this kind of overwhelm, I probably wasn't going back to them with the most level headed answers, you know, months ago. But now I actually only look at like my client messages when I know I've got, you know, solid half an hour, where I can go back to them with creative ideas and solutions and whatnot. So yeah, I think that plays a huge part.
0: Absolutely. And then the other thing which I think we worked on, which was important to acknowledge, because like you felt like things were falling down everywhere, but you needed to kind of figure out specifically what had fallen down and what you were struggling with. So we looked at the wheel of life, which is something that I recently did in the Mindset Masterclass. And essentially, you rate all of these different areas of your life in terms of how how well you think you're doing in them. So for instance, that could be finances, career, fitness and health, your social life, your relationships. And so we'd, we'd rated that and there were a few areas which I think definitely fell down quite a bit for you to be honest all of them were pretty low but which ones do you think stood out to you at the time that you needed to work on
1: I think one thing for me was like the spirituality sort of side of things because does that come in with faith I think because I'm quite like a positive thinker or I was before you know before I'd hit this burnout and a big believer in like manifestation and all of that good stuff and I hadn't dedicated any time to that so I was feeling a huge amount of guilt towards that side of things there was also um like my social life was non-existent um maybe is relationships one what other ones are there Mel?
0: Yeah yeah there were relationships and there were there's to be honest there's loads of different wheels and depending on which one you choose there's different things on there but I think like environment was one for you um mm. your social life and and definitely like spirituality were the ones that we worked on the most
1: yeah Uh and values I'm not sure if that's one but that was like gigantic yeah yeah well so core values
0: is not on the wheel of life but it's something that we tapped into a little bit further down the line because it was important for you to realize like why you were doing what you were doing because actually then that helped you to eliminate things further down the line which which didn't serve you so there were a lot of things where I was like do you actually like enjoy what you do every day? And I was quite surprised because you were like, yeah, like 70% of what I do, I'm super happy to do. And then, you know, talking about how do we get to the top of that pyramid of, of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, where you're doing everything that you absolutely love, like living your life to your full kind of purpose, like how can we get you there? And so we we've recently done a little bit of work on that. And that was towards sort of the end of like the, the mindset course, which was like reaching that pinnacle goal. But mm-hmm going back to kind of the the wheel of life when it came to like your social life for instance where you said you were lonely and you weren't getting any of that kind of like needed human interaction which is really going to serve you well what was the main like driving factor for your your social life to be rated so low at that time?
1: Oh I just literally I wasn't I didn't have any social life other than work I didn't You know, I have my friends who who I only have a a handful of friends, really, who I've been friends with since I was a lot younger, you know, from the age of like eight to 16, let's say. So they're like, you know, lifetime friends. So they're there if I need them and they live local to me, but we don't meet up regularly. So that mixed with working from home, not being part of any other community outside of work not going to the gym I literally had no social life at all I wasn't serving any of those needs and I am quite a I love people I love being in people's company and I forgot that was really important to me so the world of life like really helped highlight that um I definitely went away and worked on that yeah yeah, you did because
0: it was one thing where we said, like, how what is going to serve you in terms of the people that you've got in your life? So we looked at the people that you had in your life and we thought, okay, well, what would be great for you to have some support in terms of those who are doing similar things and those who maybe you'll be able to learn something from. And then also those who are just like in the same kind of industry within the fitness industry. Um, and so like I remember like we hopped on a call and you were like, Millie, you won't guess what I did. And I was like, What? And you were like, I went to a bodybuilding show, and then like two weeks later, you were like, I've gone to another one. I went alone. Like how the hell, how the hell did that happen from you being like too anxious to to really communicate with that many people?
1: I know I know I think because we had it makes me really happy that 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 happened because I think when you're at such a low point you just never think you're going to get there and that was a real highlight for me so I think we spoke about surrounding yourself and it all goes back to that environment doesn't it surrounding yourself with like-minded people who have the same values as you the same goals as you and they you know they want the same things as you so I think the first show I went to was a PCA show and I think if anybody's been to a PCA show they know like like how vibey it is. It is just like big energy and I absolutely loved it. And I met quite a few people in the industry who I knew from Instagram or, you know, I've worked with before. Um, And that was just awesome. And then my friend was competing um, local to me. and I didn't really have anyone to go with because my friends aren't into bodybuilding. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go on my own. And on the day, my car actually broke down halfway going. I think it was Birmingham, the show. It broke down halfway to Birmingham. So I actually got towed home, jumped in my partner's car. And I was like, this isn't defeating me. And I drove again to the show. I was so determined. And when I got there... I like went up to a table of people and I was like, can I sit here? I was so out of my comfort zone. I remember like my heart racing, but I was like, no, I'm doing this for me because I need to serve these needs. And this is where I want to be with these kind of people. And I loved it.
0: I find that, I find that so fascinating and inspiring right because the fact that you had your car towed you then went home and went again like let's not even talk about cars getting towed because that's happened to me very recently and let me just say I was in a foul mood for the whole day so clearly Chloe has taken my advice and she's even like improved it tenfold and I can't take it myself um uh, but yeah like that that's amazing right like that's so amazing the fact that you were just like I really don't feel like I have anyone to turn to and instead you literally started putting yourself out there like attending masterminds messaging people who who are on the same masterminds as you um, to, to make some connections in terms of like your industry. And then also these bodybuilding shows, which are mega. So like, it's really good for you in terms of a business perspective, but just for you as well. So like, that's something which has definitely been more fruitful in terms of you now finding people to surround yourself with who do serve you really well and who do understand, right?
1: yeah and then even more so recently which I'm so proud of um I've recently joined a women's rugby team so it's the first rugby team in my local area ever they've been trying to put together a women's team for 120 years so it's just awesome and putting myself out there a it's, you know, a fitness base. It's a sport. So that's going to help me towards my goals. But being part of that rugby community is just, I can't even tell you, it feels absolutely epic. Like just being with a group of women who just throw a ball and have some fun. And it's just awesome. And I would have never have dreamt I would be part of a women's rugby team ever when we first started working together
0: my god yeah if i would have told you a few months ago that you're going to be in a women's rugby team you probably would have like punched me in the face and been like what you're talking about <laughs> like not a chance um yeah here you are every single week like sending me the photos um and telling me how your matches have gone which i absolutely adore so like yeah it's amazing to have seen you flourish in in all of these different areas when it comes to social life and relationships and then also especially like your environment even things as simple as like you have specific days now where you decide to go and work elsewhere because you know it's important important to to change up your physical environment as to where you're working right
1: yeah exactly yeah um I also find it really helpful if I know that it's kind of like the eat the frog sort of situation but I know if I've got some tasks that I have kind of been procrastinating a little bit really don't want to do I'll go to a coffee shop and I'll be like right Chloe you've got two hours you can't leave until you've done these tasks and I find that so helpful just that changing environment getting it out having a nice coffee but also getting your work done
0: yeah it's really useful because one of the things that i find like quite interesting is like you're not distracted by what's nearby because like you don't have your fridge or whatever like close by you don't have the home distractions but then also when you're in a coffee shop it's like i don't want to be here all day like so what i've come here to do i need to hurry up and get done which is always really helpful so um i definitely think like changing environment like that is so useful i just wanted to, to to touch on one area that you'd said was something that you wanted to work on a lot as well and i think this relates into the core values which we spoke about which some people listening to this might not actually truly understand what we mean by those core values so spirituality kind of like that part of the the wheel of life which we spoke about refers to really being connected with what you feel like your purpose is and what you're on this earth to do and what your belief systems are and when we delved into that you know you said that you want to help people and that's exactly what you do but I don't think that you'd kind of really honed in on you, you were kind of focusing on right the business needs to help people this is what the business is here for and you identified yourself as the business and I was like no though what about Chloe like what what is Chloe's values what is Chloe here to do and that's when you kind of were like Millie I don't understand what you're asking I am the business and so that's <laughs> that's changed but um give us a little bit of an insight into to what you'd learned through that.
1: Yeah, wow. Because I remember when you set me that you set me a bit of a task about go away and have you know have a little think about it because I was really struggling. I think it might have taken us like two or three sessions to really crack down on like Chloe business separate. I just couldn't get my head around it. So I I even had to go away and speak to my family and I was like, um, guys, what um, what are my values as a person? Like, what can you just remind me? Like, so yeah, now my mission for like twenty twenty two as Chloe I just want to inspire other young women to go out there and create their service-based businesses and also you know be that positive person around like my friends my family and offer support um yeah I I I definitely know the separate values now but also um off the back of what we did I then went away with my team and I got them together on a group call and I said right guys what are our business values so now we've got our business values nailed down and they're also available on our website. If anybody wants to have a little look at them, the website is yasministration.com and on there we've got our business values and that's been so helpful a when it comes to recruiting as a business uh, as a business and also when we're taking on new clients, we kind of look and think, okay, do you fit our business values? Do we think we'll be a good match? Yeah, okay, brilliant. We'll get you on on board. And also when it comes to like my personal values, this is has helped me. Can reconsider certain things in life, such as drinking alcohol and social events, you know, do they contribute to my goals? Yes or no? So the values has been very tricky to navigate but hugely worthwhile has helped me in so many ways.
0: Yeah, I think that's one thing where a lot of people sometimes realise that when they actually think about their true values and and what is the most important thing to them, they realise they're doing a lot of stuff which is not serving them. And it might be perpetuated from their environment, such as, you know, certain social occasions or alcohol and things like that. And then you're actually like, wait, like, does this actually align with what I want and what I'm doing? And sometimes, you know, you'll kind of find, okay, maybe, maybe not. So let me trial not doing this. And that's how we end up self-sabotaging sometimes when we're not truly in line with what our goals are or aligned with them should i say and then as well as that sometimes when we've got like self-limiting beliefs of achieving things it can be really really often that i find people doing stuff that they don't truly want to do but because they believe that they're not going to get to the top of that pyramid which we spoke about which is where you're really living your fulfilled life of everything you have wanted to do they'll constantly keep sabotaging like for instance people who as soon as they eat off off of their meal plan you know they go and hit the fuck it button and they go and eat tons of other stuff because they feel they're not worthy and they'll never get there so we worked on those limiting beliefs a little bit as well but i think the biggest breakthrough for you to actually be able to get to the top of that that pyramid was finally like aligning yourself with what you really really wanted to do in terms of like your time as chloe for your personal life and then also business wise so when we delve deep into what do you enjoy most in your business a lot of it was being very very creative and actually as we spoke about earlier all the different facets that you have as a business owner like freaking finances and then doing payroll for other people that you've employed and all of these different things right and all the admin you don't often get the chance to sit down and be that creative especially with the fact that creative moments do not come to you when you're in the middle of some deep work they come to you When you're in the shower or you're outside for a walk or you're relaxed or whatever the hell is going on, like that you get to have some breathing space in your brain, that's when you get to be creative. But being in such a high pressure environment, Firstly, you didn't have time to be creative. And secondly, you didn't have the environment to be creative. So that was something that we worked on kind of changing a fair amount. And so do you want to explain to people where you think that the core values really came in to allow you to like look at how that reflected in terms of your workload and then how you started to shift your workload to match your values a little bit more?
1: Yeah, so... We kind of looked at like my, my my values but then also like you mentioned before what I really enjoy in the business and I love all the stuff that's to do with like idea generation and networking with people and that sort of thing and then from that I was able to map out okay what does the business actually look like what does it look like without me where do I sit in it because it's I was always such a I was always like on my own running it and then I, I was on my own and I had two people but now I've got a team and it's like okay where do I actually sit in this now and how does my role serve me as a person and my needs so now I've actually kind of completely removed myself from the business. So I only work with a couple of clients. And now I have more time for the, the idea generation and for the networking, which is the stuff that I love. Uh, this year, I cannot wait to like get out to loads of events. And quite a few of our clients are bodybuilding um, athletes and competitors. So we will be going or I will be going to support my clients. I literally cannot wait to do this, but I've would never had the time. Or I'd have never carved out the time to do this if we hadn't have nailed down my values and whatnot. So, yeah. So now, once a month, I am basically blocking out a day where I get to go and I might go coffee shop hopping or whatnot. Um, or even, like, to my parents' house and just, like, lock myself in a room and get super creative um, like and almost do a bit of an analysis about like where's the business at right now? Where do I want it to go? What are these ideas? How can I make that happen? That sort of thing. But when you're speaking then, Millie, what I think is quite important is also like for the people who are listening who aren't business owners because Some, I feel like perhaps you may think that you don't need creative time also, but actually you very much so do. If you're going to work, you know, you're working nine till five, you go to the gym before or after work, you come home, you do the dishes, you do whatever you do on a daily basis. Where are you carving out that? block of time for you to be like what do I want to have a go at doing this year what do I want to achieve I think that's really important also
0: absolutely and and that's what we did like in that mindset masterclass it was the one part where people really struggled so the wheel of life there is creativity and there's spirituality as well and people were like I don't do anything creative like sometimes I paint my nails do you mean drawing and it was like no like people don't even know what creativity is creativity is anything where you kind of feel like you can get lost in time. And like, when you lift your head up, you're like, the whole day is gone. And for me as well, like there's this excitement when it comes to business planning. I also find it whenever I edit YouTube vlogs, there's a lot of work that I have outsourced, right? So much admin work, even the editing of this podcast is outsourced. But for me, vlogging and YouTubing, I love to do it because I find that that is like, I can get lost in it and just really have fun doing it. So there's all of these different elements of, it doesn't have to be artsy, but in terms of creativity, it's just your thoughts where you do feel like at that point you are kind of floating in time and you're like, yes, this is awesome. You might get lost in a book, something along those lines. And um, everyone needs that in their life, because if you don't, you'll never switch off or you'll always just be living in the mundane day to day. And, you know, with your mental health being neglected in that way, your physical health, you know, if you can't get up and brush your hair in the morning, you're not going to be able to make it to the gym. It's as simple as that. And that's what kind of lack of creativity and sense of purpose in life will lead to. So. What was really exciting, Chloe, is where you found that like these creative business days that you started doing and you could get lost in your thoughts in terms of where you wanted the business to go. Well, exactly what you said there, you wanted to do the networking, to be creative, the idea generator, and to be the face of the business rather than doing tons of, you know, in the trenches work. And now some of only the few bits of in the trenches work you do is for me, which I massively appreciate. Um, but in terms of like you doing that, there was a big blocker to you actually being able to get to the point where you could really reduce your client base so that it would allow you to do what you truly love to do. And we managed to have a very big breakthrough with that, didn't we?
1: Yeah, yeah, we did. I think... When we started working together three months ago, I had around 11 clients of my own, which was just, yeah. I think what we worked on quite a lot on was like the the trust and also, and it just linked back to all the values again. They really, really are a, you know, critical part of all this work. And no wonder things weren't happening for me because I just didn't have a clue what the values were. So, yeah, now I do. I only work with yourself and a couple of other clients, which means I do have that space now to be creative. I think one
0: of the biggest blockers that you had to being able to bring down your client base to give you the time to be creative was outsourcing the work and having that trust. And a lot of it was related to you just maybe didn't know exactly what the values for the business and for you were. So that way you found it really difficult to find those people to, to trust in, not because... They didn't have those values, but almost because like the recruitment process didn't focus a lot on them. And so when I said to you, I was like, Chloe, what like when you get a CV from someone, can that tell you what they're like as a as a person? Like, will you know exactly what they're like in terms of a person? Will you know their work ethic? And you were just like, oh, my God, Millie, shit. I need to, I need to, I need to go and have a look at this again. Right. And now you've offered opportunity to other people by connecting your values, seeing that they're well suited for your business. You know, you can trust them with your clients. And so it's allowed you to bring down your client base and now to be at the top of that pyramid, doing what you absolutely love to do day in, day out with less stress as well, because you've got fewer clients
1: yeah honestly that has been a huge breakthrough in terms of going away and looking at my recruitment process now how I do things is mainly on like personality and also drive and being open to learning because one of my probably values as a business owner is I want to give people the opportunity to be mentored so like a couple of my girls they are at university they do want to be VAs full-time once they've graduated because they're in the like the marketing and media courses and yeah, <laughs> I've lost my train of thought now.
0: So you were saying that you wanted to give people like the opportunity to, you know, progress with, I suppose, their kind of core values and to achieve what they really want to achieve. But also it's given you the opportunity to step a little bit away from doing the in-depth work so that you can also work on the creative side of things as well. And yeah, you've used that, the core values for that.
1: Yes, that,
0: that was <laughs> yeah so in terms of like i suppose after looking back in terms of where you were a few months ago and comparing that to now what would you say has been the biggest breakthrough for you because i'm curious to know this as well there's been so much that we've spoken about but what has like truly allowed you to get to this like boss babe business owner absolutely crushing it helping loads of people and also giving others opportunity like what's been the biggest breakthrough
1: for you it's really hard to say Millie because literally everything we've done over the the period of 12 weeks has been so significant. Like all of the work we have done has been so valuable and there has been so many breakthroughs along the way. But I think not so much a breakthrough, but the biggest thing for me is yes, I have tough days now, but I have all the tools to overcome them. I have real crap days and, you know, Some days where I do feel, you know, like having a little tear or whatnot. But I know that getting out into the fresh air, you know, continuing to feed and water myself, like that is going to be so much more beneficial than, you know letting overwhelm defeat me again. So the biggest takeaway is all of these tools that I've learned over the past 12 weeks and how to utilize them to like my current situation of how I'm feeling, to make sure that I don't go backwards. And also, actually, perhaps the biggest breakthrough was the other day when I was feeling overwhelmed and instead of hiding away from the gym, I finally saw the gym as my escape. And I was like, okay, feeling a bit stressed now. I'm going to go to the gym. And I was down at the gym and I was like, oh my gosh did I just do that like who is this I remember messaging you like Millie guess what I've done
0: yeah that was my moment No, I was like thank goodness like it's finally clicked like I have so many clients that literally got this message today from a client and I just had to get her to reframe her thinking a little bit but it's really like having a, a tough few mental days which I always say you know if you can't work on your mental health first then you know training nine times out of ten is going to take a back seat but let's work on the mental health first to make sure that you're feeling good enough to then go and exercise your body however when you flip the perspective of going to the gym and just focusing on what you're doing headphones in being in a bubble mind muscle connection and just focusing on lifting that freaking weight and just focusing on what you're doing in terms of the exercise it's like a form of meditation because you can't sort everything else out don't touch your phone put your phone in your bag forget about it just focus on what you're doing and that is almost like a two-hour meditation block which is why recently when i've got back into the gym after a little bit of time off between christmas training i was like my goodness like I forgot how good it feels to just have two hours in my day where it is absolutely for me and it's not for anyone else. And otherwise, like, what are we on this freaking planet for? And also sometimes just throwing some iron around helps you to get your emotions out a little bit, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. And also I feel like when you are feeling possibly a little bit stressed, actually that's when your best workouts come out because you're likely to get PBs, you know. Yeah, I'm just so grateful I've reached this point, finally. Even though it's taken so long, it is that moment was just absolutely epic, like... Yeah, I don't no even think like it's it.
0: I don't even think it's taken that long, genuinely. Like I think by kind of like weeks three, to four, you were at least doing the things that you needed to do when it came to feeding and watering yourself, right? And now it's like you've got to the point where everything fundamentally with routine with consistency is perfect. And mm-hmm. so it means that you can work on your goals. A lot of people will try and work on their goals before they can even get consistent with a routine or have a routine. You're not getting anywhere because you don't actually have the roadmap for where you're going, right? So mm-hmm. it's been so amazing to see you like thrive and flourish both like in body and in mind over the past few months and i'm excited for like what is your big vision for this year in terms of what you want for yourself what you want for the business because it's nice now that we can turn around and say like no this is where we're aiming to get to whereas before it was like let's try do a walk a day
1: yeah um so in terms of like personal i would really love to just keep playing rugby Um. progress in the gym get a couple of personal photo shoots in and done definitely want to aim towards that i've also booked a hiking weekend away which i'm super excited for um in the lake district which is by the way with complete strangers so i know the lady who's running it so that's awesome um again you know just finding stuff that's gonna fit my value and I'm really excited for that because I feel like I'm on a new adventure. I've got loads of things that I can explore now as Chloe, the 26-year-old who isn't a business owner. And then as like the business side of things, got lots of things coming up i really want to expand the team to ensure that we're offering everything that we can for our clients so um i'm in talks with like a copywriter and also podcast podcast and youtube editor who i'm going to be bringing into the team which is awesome um i want to continue serving like as many people as we can at a really super high quality because i really pride ourselves on the service that we give to clients offer some more UK-based like university students the opportunity to grow and also I really want to focus on mentoring other young women to launch in their service-based businesses so I'm just planning out what that might look like but it's something that I feel so passionate about and I'm considering mentoring some people for free like a select like beta tester group of people just because I feel so passionate about it so yeah that's the plans for 2022 and whatever else comes at me
0: if that's not a true reflection of finally pursuing what you're absolutely passionate about doing then I don't know what is and like I'm just I'm not gonna lie Chloe I'm just very grateful that I met you and I did because I trust you a lot and you're high in demand now and for good reason (laughs) so I'm very very grateful to, to have you to help me out so much and um yeah I certainly wouldn't be where I am without you, I would have lost my head. But then I think you also would have lost your head without me. So I think we're pretty well suited to to helping each other grow and stay sane. Um, but just to kind of um, wrap up, what I want to know is throughout the whole of your process, not even just from where you felt like you reached a low point, but just throughout your life, what would you say is the biggest change, the most pivotal change in your mindset that has allowed you to get to where you are today? I
1: think learning what your imposter syndrome is because for years I didn't think I had imposter syndrome I was like no I can do anything um, and ha- I'm quite a driven person and I think knowing what your imposter syndrome is silencing that voice inside your head and just going out and getting what you want to do with life and if you can't do it on your own go and reach for support there are people out there There, are, you know if you want to pursue a career in x y and z there are people out there to support you if you want to reach your fitness goals there are amazing online coaches in the industry so go and do what you love in life and if you can't do it on your own find the support and silence that imposter syndrome inside your head because you can do anything you put your mind to
0: yeah that one that one hit me deep because you've just spoken um, where I was a year ago, right? A year ago before I launched a business. And I was like, oh, everyone's going to judge me. People are going to look at me. They're going to say I've got no experience. And all it took was to be told that I'm a couple of chapters ahead of other people and trusting in other people to help me out, such as yourself along the way. And well, look where we are. The the stuff that we've got planned for for me for you it's just insane so like yeah it's it's just been incredible like such an incredible story and and thank you so much for coming on to share it Chloe so for people who um, want to know where they can find you on social media obviously I'll leave all of the links below Um, but just let people know so that if they want to find you they can go and search for you
1: yep so the website is www.yazministration.com and then we're also on instagram so it's at yazministration.com
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chloe, for joining me. Um, really, really appreciate it and everything that you do day in, day out. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed this one, you can now rate on Spotify. So please give it a five stars if you enjoy this and do share it if you think that this is going to help anyone. Um, Massively do appreciate it. So tag us both if you share. Thank you for rating. And thank you so much for listening. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I will catch you in the next one. Much love.